0: What's going on, hockey fans? Many people may know this in the football world as Big Game Week or that really superb game coming up in Vegas or, you know, the game between Taylor Swift's hubby and Mr. Purdy himself, Brock Purdy. This is an exciting week for football fans, but it is a more exciting week for those of you in NCTC Nation. Why? The dan Kay show's latest power rankings drop right now and we do so with my left-hand man mike and harry mon frere from another mayor and a man who got my invite to the schmedium black t-shirt uh <laughs> surprise party here today what's up schmieds we got two schmieds right now we're
1: showing off the traps i mean look you give the boys a couple of weeks off and look what happens we're just oh don't mind don't mind this look at the extra fittedness a Little bit of a shorter look on the sleeves as well coming in from me today. It's a record 48 degrees in New Jersey right now, so I'm living the good life. Even this nice little Dunedin Blue Jays hat, courtesy of Dan K will say it's about a, about a little too tight for the for the dome. Need that eight-inch hat. But I will I will give you this. I'm starting to fall in love with this style of hat a little bit more. So you might be seeing a few more of them on the show.
0: Also, D for Dunedin Blue Jays. D for Dan K Show. To those of you watching at home, feel free to just pepper the inboxes of at Dunedin Blue Jays. That's at Dunedin Blue Jays on social media. The Dan K Show wants the broadcast games for the Dunedin Blue Jays this year. We're asking you all to pepper those DMs. Tell them that there's no one better than us. I want you could tell them something real, like I love listening to Dan the Dan K Show call a game. You could also tell them, hey. Dan K. saved my cat from a tree once. I saw it happen. You could tell him Lucas Jones once swam through an alligator-infested swamp to save a beautiful, beautiful gosling. Like, make up whatever story you want, true, false, whatever, but reach out to the Dean Blue Jays and let them know they found their next broadcasters, and they're right here. Look at us go. Lucas, though, there's bigger fish to fry right now, and those fish our ncdc teams we need a top 10 in the power rankings how tough was it for us putting this together this week
1: you know it was it was interesting we we got to a point where we started having the same groups just in slightly different orders right when when you look at a couple of teams that maybe should be one and two in their particular group we got there but there was a lot of interesting wins and losses this week there's been a lot of movement and i think the big thing dan is The top teams, not so unbeatable in the last month.
0: Yeah, and I think before we get into the top 10 uh, teams out there, let's talk about some of our top scorers. The leading point getter right now in this NCDC division, the PAL Junior Islanders' very own Ty Broad. This guy has a ring from last season, trying to add more hardware to the trophy shelf this season. 21-37 for 58 total points. Your goal-scored leader, Parker Osborne, who has been parking pucks in the back of the net better than anybody, 30 goals in a year trailed only by Cam Bergman with 28 from the Rockets Hockey Club. Your assist leader, again, that's Ty Broad. But how about, Lucas, Colson and Carter Hanrahan, the Hanrahan brothers in second and third in assists right now in the NCDC, tied with 36 assists apiece. Who's the better brother, Lucas?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be tough to say. I mean, these two go hand in hand hand at this point. There's not many that do it better than them.
0: Ike Vertanen, your leading power play goal scorer with 11 power play assists. Ty Broad, 20 power play assists on the year and a five-way tie for shorthanded goals sc- scored for Jonas Dobnig, Michael Markowski, Cam Bergen, and Braxton Powers, and Ty Broad all with three. Your game-winner award right now. Jake Cavanaugh, the South Shore Kings and Braxton Powers, each with seven game winners apiece. Let's get into it, Lucas. We'll talk goalies on the next NCDC Power Rankings. We'll talk about them as we rank these teams at number 10, getting that first spot and the first time this season they've cracked the top 10, the Rockets Hockey Club. And this is an interesting team, Lucas, here. A team with a losing record, a team giving up more goals than anybody in the NCDC. But a lot of success against some powerful foes.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can look at the you can look at the stats, right? You can look at the points, the record, the goal differential, but let's turn our attention to the actual games that got played. Wins against CJR, PAL, Mercer, right? These are top 10 wins all up and down the board. So while the Rockets Hockey Club may be a confusing team to try to figure out and predict because they have losses against Hitman, CJR Mercer, lots of split series, two losses against South shore. You can't deny that the right pieces are there. They are winning big games and the big story. I mean, the right pieces are between the net and chase Hale
0: and Jacob Hanlon. Both guys who we've seen had tons of success in junior hockey, but they're not having success thus far this season. It's been a tough goal of it. It's been a lot of opportunity, a lot of chances. They're seeing a bunch of shots. The Cam Bergamans of the world, though, the Jonah Copres, the Nicholas Delgaisos, the Dobniks, the Blantons, this is a team that has a lot of guys who have been there. Talk about Evan Pejos, who is a guy Pejos is just an absolute difference maker we've been talking about for years. He's in his age-out season with 18 points, 9-9 nine and nine on the year from the left wing position. This is a team that can do everything you need to win come playoff time. And I'll tell you what, right now it would look like PAL, the Pal Junior Islanders, will have to face off of this Rockets Hockey Club team potentially in the first round of the Deneen Cup playoffs. I don't think the Islanders want anything to do with seeing this Rockets side and Coach Curzon.
1: No, uh, certainly not. If the Rockets Hockey Club are going to be giant killers, the Giants are going to try to stay as far away from them as possible. Next up, a team that has been a giant at times this year, but has also at times played
0: like a little guy, right? That's been up and down. It's been ebbs and flows Lucas the Provo Predators have the biggest drop in this week's power rankings. they dropped five spots to the nine they were the top mountain team rated in Alaska around of these power rankings Now down to nine what happened to cause the fall for Provo
1: well I think I think it's been a, a little bit of of slipping you know every every month right they're they're still winning a, a lot of good games their record is good their goal differential. I, I like where it's at. I love the way their defense looks. But i think what you're seeing is split series up and down the board they're failing to differentiate themselves right they're the the mountain division is a pack mentality right you've got the team in, in number one number two and the rest of them they're they're in a pack right now you've got to start putting together some streaks a good last 10 games record would have done that but you've got a split series against ogden you've got a split series against rock springs you've got two wins against pueblo which is great and then two losses to idaho falls which you know is is again a similar story to the rocket hockey club dan just a confusing team to try to figure out
0: yeah and the question is lucas with this team who's gonna be the guy right who who is that standout person who's that go to who do you want the puck on their blade when the brakes are beating the boys who's the guy who's a game changer that's the big question the other storyline kind of hitting the same doldrums in net with with polston who's been absolutely dominant when he's at his best kind of hitting that little lull in the season for Polston that I think Burz Golov hit right before the Christmas break there, right in December. It, it, that's You're starting to get a little lag in net. You're giving up a few more goals, and you had been giving up early on in the early going where you were winning those close games. I don't worry about Provo right now, but I think the drop is warranted for what we're seeing compared to where the net-minding level was at, where the defensive level was at, to where it is now, Provo at nine. At number eight, this team jumping two spots here, Coach Hankel and his Connecticut Junior Rangers continue to chip away at these power rankings up to the eight spot.
1: You want to talk about a team that, that looks good defensively. I think Connecticut Junior Rangers are one of those teams. They have a tight goal differential. They're only plus five, but they've given up 107 goals through the season so far. I like that number. I like the way this team plays. I think they've got forwards who can skate very well, very quickly, but man, will they hit you. Those guys are just looking for an excuse to run you through the boards. And I like that play style, right? Wins against the Rockets, Mercer, wilkes Bear. You know, the Rockets are a split series. You've suffered some tough losses against PAL. Two losses against Twin City Thunder. But, you know, I think for CJR, the plan is longer term. The next two months are really going to showcase why this team is going to make a playoff run.
0: And I'll tell you what, they've got a primo netminder in primo Baldassari who comes in 10 five, oh, Are and we one? just
1: gonna glaze over the exquisite pronunciation of that last name? Dan K struggling with the pronunciation of those kinds of last names, just absolutely nailing it.
0: You know what, we try to get better each and every day, Lucas, That's we it. try to get a little bit better each and every day, and Primo Baldassare, this is a guy at 10-5-1-0 oh, who is Primo in that, okay? This guy, you wanna talk about a Tommy DeVito right here, 10-5-0-1, a 1-8-1 goals against, the 9-5-1 percentage. You bring in this 2004 birth year, and he is a goaltender. Scout should be watching in bunches. Five eleven, just slightly under that six-foot mark you're looking for in a net minder when you get to the next level. But it's okay to play undersized when you play as well and as disciplined as Baldassari is doing in net. You look, at, you look at Max taking it to the max with 34 points in the year. But my big story, I like any team that's got Jack Hauser on it. This is my guy the guy who had a great performance at the all-star game of the NCDC. This Connecticut team is the real deal. And the team, they got to figure out a way past come playoff time. Yet again, it's the Mercer chiefs. Lucas standing in their way. Mercer at number seven, a newcomer to the power rankings this month.
1: Well, with Mercer, I think what you have is a team that passes the eye test with flying colors right at in the atlantic you can't really look at goal differential at this point that is number one right for folks who are are tuning into this we're not really we've talked about it but it's not a, an indicator of a good team bad team you have to watch these teams and you watch mercer with four straight wins you watch mercer who just took it to the jersey hitmen who've beaten the rockets who've beaten the junior bruins outside their division beating the wilkes-barre-scranton knights right so I just, I like what Mercer's doing. I like that they're able to put together those win streaks, 7-3-0 in their last 10, and you can't really ignore that.
0: Yeah, and this team's shining bright like a diamond, a Gregory diamond, Lucas. This is a, this guy's a diamond in the rough, if you ask me, because this is a Mercer team that is going to have to get rougher in the way that they're playing. You look at their netminder and Dominic Gatto. This kid has been lights out 15-6, 1-1 between the pipes. A 2.89 goals against average, not the greatest of all time, certainly not the worst of all time. A good spot to be a 2.89. If you can score three goals a game and win, that's a good sign for a hockey team that's a winning hockey team right there, right? 9.30 saves percentage. That's the big number. To to be stopping 93% of the shots faced and have a 2.89 goals against average, you're seeing a lot of shots, Lucas. You're seeing a ton of shots. That's the storyline. 957 shot attempts on this netminder. He's had to make 890 saves already in 23 games played. The storyline for Mercer got to get physical, got to get in the shooting lanes, got to block some shots, and got to make things a little bit easier on the great Dominic Gatto between the pipes. This is a team, Mercer. Burr. We heard about him last week. We talked about Mercer a little bit. This team is ice cold. They got me a victory in my game of the week pick. I did pick Mercer. I got that W. That was a big one and gave me the lead in the Pickham a very strategic week for Dan Kay and Pickham and next up a strategic move here the Utah outliers drop back one spot from last month's go around of the power rankings to six Lucas the outliers in the mountain division let's talk about
1: I think just again failing to differentiate themselves to have that standout month six three one and no oh in their last 10 not bad plus 36 goal differential, the key, the more key number is 105 goals against, right? In a division that features teams with high-powered offenses, to have a defense that looks like that is pretty critical. Again, I just don't like to see these split weekends. And I know that they play longer weekends out there. I know that there's a lot more travel. I know there are other factors. But when you're starting to talk about movement in the top five, when you're starting to talk about those elite NCDC teams, you have to start coming away with sweet weekends, even though they might be three-game sets.
0: Yeah, you, you drop one to Rock Springs and OT. You drop one to Pueblo. You drop one to Ogden. You drop one to Provo. Everybody beats everybody in the mountain, and we're aware of that. But when you're starting to differentiate yourself, like you said, Lucas, top five in the power rankings, you need something on that resume that stands out. You need to kind of kick the door down. I just don't know if Utah's doing it for me right now in the kicking the door down category, but I'll tell you who's put a wall up. It's funky, cool Phil Rondina in the net for this Utah team. This guy, since we saw him in Idaho Falls, has just continued on a torrid pace. Nine three four saves percentage of two oh one goals against, two shutouts on the season, 15-5-0-0. Goaltending university. That is the NCDC. If you are a college scout, every netminder who makes the move from the NCDC to the collegiate ranks, NCA Division One, NCAA Division Three, has had success in some way, shape, or form continue to come to the ncdc for net mining talent that will certainly continue we move to number five a team cracking the top five in the power rankings for the second time this year the utica jr Comets up two spots from last
1: month this utica team they are sneaky good and we've said this a couple of months now about this utica side at both the ncdc and the uspho Premier levels There is something about this Utica Junior Comets side that I just love watching. They are consistent. They are able to win back-to-back games. They put some good streaks together. They play good defense. They've got high-powered offense, just like everything about them. And then all of a sudden, you look at a team that's very quietly assembled, a plus-28 goal differential, 6-4-0 in their last 10, and you think, well, if they're checking all these boxes, they're a top-five team, and here they are. Yeah, and and you look –
0: Waylon Esh is doing enough in net to get the job done each and every day. It's a netminder that hit his doldrums, kind of similar to what we just talked about with Polston in Provo. He's kind of coming back out of that now. Gatewood, Fuji Suzuki, who's been stellar all season. Nico Benjamin, it's all about the Benjamins. Louis Kamansky, like this is a team, Marc LaFrance. This is a team that has depth in scoring. This is a team that's got balance throughout the roster. They can, they can pinch the D and make a play. They can play physical with you. They can win 1-0. They can win 8-7. They beat a little bit of everybody. Don't sleep on those two wins against Twin City. That's a Twin City team that's been a world beater. They've been beating a lot of teams of late. They've been a hot squad. They got one against South Shore, who's a team who has been in the top two all season long, one or two in these power rankings. They've got the resume in Utica. This is a team you don't want to be the two-seed in the New England division. Hear me again. You don't want to be the two-seed. South Shore and IHC, we'll be talking about one of them right now. That's IHC at number four, Lucas. They dropped back one spot. They did get a shootout win over South Shore. Regulation lost to South Shore. Talk about the month the Islanders Hockey Club had with Coach Timmy K.
1: Well, so the Islanders Hockey Club, and this is a team that, full disclosure, I was ready to break my my rule on shootouts for this team. I mean, Dan and I talked about it. Ended, they ended; were in a couple different spots throughout this process, ended four here. But you talk about differentiating, right, three wins against Northern, a team that just loves to throw that monkey wrench into a team's plans, a win against Twin City, Junior Bruins, South Shore Kings in that shootout. I was almost ready to disregard that shootout, right, and, and count it as a, as a regulation win because I love this team so much. I love the way that they're playing defense. I I like the way that they can compete in close games. I think that they have a lot of the tools that they're going to need to make a really impressive run, not just in the playoffs, but for that very shiny trophy at the end of the season.
0: I am about to make a big statement here about IHC. In what we call goaltender university, who do I think is the best netminder? Who, if I had one game to win, would I put between the pipes right now? It would be Frank Murphy of the Islanders hockey club. 19-5, yep. five two and one, five shutouts this season, two one two goals against a nine three three saves percentage. That's the difference maker. I think Frank Murphy is the guy that if IHC raises the cup this year, it's because of Frank Murphy. They're going to have to ride the back of who I think the best netminder in the league is, and I say that's so controversial because the next three teams all have goaltenders who could be in the argument. For the best goaltender league and ogden at number three lucas they have a guy in the nhl draft watch list in mr burz he's been cold in net the ogden mustangs at three move up a spot
1: i think that is the great way to show what the difference is a lot of times we say the difference between the top three i'll include the top four here is great goaltending and not just great goaltending but a goaltender that you could look at him and go hey man you need to be perfect tonight and they go okay Got it. Mission received, right? And, and I think Brizgalov is that guy. I absolutely think that Murphy is that guy. And for Ogden, I think what puts them above here is that statement month. Three wins against Idaho Falls, right? Beating Provo, beating Utah, beating that Rock Springs team. I don't mind the two losses. A loss to Provo, which has given Ogden, you know, a lot of close matches this year. And overtime loss to Pueblo, right? We talked about this mountain division. How do you differentiate yourself? consistently winning against teams not dropping that odd game so i think for ogden they've proven that moved up three spots into the third spot
0: yeah and then you look at parker osborne dimitri Voyatzis. like this is a team that has the goalie that can match up with a frank murphy in a Deneen cup final but then they've got the guys in the locker room that can go out there and take over again we talked about who who the puck's gonna find in a big moment parker osborne dimitri Voyatzis have been that their entire career You add in guys like Brody Simcoe, Teddy Hember at the blue line, Kasper Conradson, Kelvgaard. This is a really deep Ogden team and a team I would not want to see come the postseason, especially not with that NHL draft watch list in in a netminder in Vladislav Berzgalov. The Iceman is coming for you there. Let's go to number two, Lucas, number two and one. This has been up for debate all season long at number two this go around the south shore kings they stay at two as they were the last go around
1: it was a tough month for top teams right and normally when you talk about number one and number two you don't see a lot of l's on the card for south shore got beat by twin city northern ihc in a shootout and a utica loss but you look at what they've done on the season the body of work things like uh, seven wins in their last ten games um, consistently beating, again, these top teams, going to war with IHC. And you look at the roster, and you, you just got to think to yourself that South Shore is a very easy contender for having to play one of these teams from the Mountain for the Janine Cup. They're yeah. a team that nobody wants to play regular season, playoffs, finals. They've got such a depth of talent, such a competent coaching staff, great organization from top to bottom. Dan, last week you talked about the social media for the South Shore Kings being incredible. And I just think they've got everything rolling in the right direction right now. You don't always want to call it the chip on the shoulder. I think that's sometimes a lazy media narrative that people use, but not saying it's not wrong.
0: Hey, they want a chance at it, right? They want to go after it again. They want to raise that cup. Talk about Stack, Nathan Stokowiak with 44 points, Kotaro Marase with 41, Jake Cavanaugh, Aiden Lindley, Salvatore Serrato, this is just a team that it, it doesn't stop coming after you, right? 22 4, 1 1 for Netminder Ryan Keyes. 22 victories on the season. This kid's been that good. Two shutouts, Nine three-zero saves percentage, 205 goals against average. And they would be the number one team in the league if it wasn't Lucas for PAL, who, if it's not the Rockets Hockey Club, seems like they can't lose.
1: Three letters that strike fear into the hearts of NCDC teams everywhere, except for the Rockets Hockey Club, would be P a and l the pal junior islanders just dominant right you're looking at an 82 goals against the defense is outstanding net minding outstanding offense constantly working constantly moving are they hitting a bit of a slump right now potentially but with the expanded ncdc season this might be the right time to hit it right you've got two more months worth of hockey to kind of figure out what's going on they've lost three to the rockets and I think that they go back to the lab a little bit. They figure out what's going on. And like I said, they've got two more months of hockey to figure it out. But they've beaten IHC twice, CGR twice, Hitman, Wilkes-Bear. They've just beaten teams all up and down the board. I see no reason to drop them from number one.
0: And my favorite story, Lucas, is Nicholas Bevilacqua, who's a win away from setting the all-time wins record in NCDC history. He's going to play more games in net by the end of this season than any player in NCDC history. And this is a guy who started off his first season, in the NCDC with one win, one win. It's not like he's a, he's not a, they talk about accumulation guys, right? Like guys that in the, like Derek Jeter used to always get called out for this in baseball circles, guys who just accumulate everything. Cause they played forever. This guy ain't that this guy in the last two seasons, has taken a one-win year in his first NCDC season and turned himself into the winningest goaltender in the NCDC. Nicholas Bevilacqua gets the commitment to Bentley. That's a huge moment for him. We congratulate him on that, and it's well-deserved, man. He has earned it in every way, and I guarantee he's going to have success at Bentley. I'm waiting for these other schools to wise up and get these other guys, the Ryan Keys of the world, the Vladislav Burskalovs locked up. You got to go lock up the Frank Murphys of the world. There is so much net mining in this league right now. Then you look at Pound. We talked about the Hanrahan brothers. Colson and Carter, 36 assists for each of the Hanrahan brothers. Ty Broad leading the league in points of 58. Ryan Kearney with 45 points on the year, 16 of 29. Heike Vertanen, 23 goals, the big story. They just plant him in front of that in a power play. DeCharles' power play is just an absolute thing of beauty with Vertanen out front. 11 goals for him on the power play this year, 40 points in the year. Ryan Franks, who, let's be frank, he could score 60 goals, if you put him on a lot of teams, you put him on a deep squad like this, and he becomes a role player in 40 games played with 27 points. Devin Niles, Pavel Baranchuk, Baranchuk, Dino Mineta. Dino Mineta, baby, come on. Who else? Who else? Dan Kate's favorite defenseman in the gosh darn league, alongside Colson Hanner and his other favorite defenseman. You're talking about two guys that can just play each and every day. Lucas, I don't see how you get better than this PAL team right now in the NCDC, even with their recent struggles against the Rockets.
1: No, I'd agree, right. I think it's I think it's a, a tight race, one, two, and three. I think IHC just looming, lurking in the background, just waiting for that right moment, right? Waiting to put together a couple a couple of streaks and and really show why they deserve to be in in first place, right? Um, I think the NCDC race right now is incredibly interesting, incredibly exciting i am i'm excited to watch these next two months of hockey i think that it's going to be incredible especially from you know from a media perspective but from a scout's perspective as well to see this season extend throughout march right and, and get a little bit longer time to evaluate get these playoffs and, and you know championships to kind of sit on their own this is compelling hockey and not just like i said not just from a scouting perspective not just from a media perspective but i mean if you just like watching good hockey the ncdc is is one of the best
0: well folks That'll do it for us. Feeling pretty cool right now here at the Dan K. Show offices. We uh, Your top ten, the Powell Junior Islanders back at number one for the second straight month. The South Shore Kings at number two. The Ogden Mustangs move up a spot to number three. The Islanders Hockey Club drop back one spot to four. The Utica Junior Comets two spots up to the five. Utah Outliers at six. The Mercer Chiefs newcomers to the top ten this month at number seven. The Connecticut Junior Rangers move on up. At number eight, the Provo Predators, the biggest drop in the past month, to number nine, and the Rockets Hockey Club, 3-0 against the PAL Junior Islanders this past month. Get themselves inside the top ten. Let us know your thoughts, and let us know if you think we got anything wrong. Also, be sure to keep chirping the Dunedin Blue Jays. Let them know. Dan K. Show should be calling games for the Dunedin Blue Jays this summer. When Dan K.'s on the mic, it's always. Sunglass night and tight black tees. Power rankings, get it?